have a, another really fun thing to announce to everyone. May 19th at noon, um, I'm hosting a small little get-together for everyone that's been on the New Hampshire Business Show in the past. So if you've been on the show, you'll probably get an invitation from me. We're all going to get together, hang out, have fun, um, burgers, the whole shebang. So nhbusinessshow at gmail.com or find me on Facebook where the event is actually posted and I'll be updating everyone with everything about what's going on. Now, just because you haven't been on the show doesn't mean you can't come. So if you haven't been on the show but you still want to meet everyone who has been and you know get hang out with me and schedule time to come on the show, reach out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, we're going to have some food. Bring some if you want. Beverages, the whole thing is going to be a great time. Um, head over to Facebook and you'll find the event listing with the location and all that stuff. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to the Answer Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today I'm here with Denise Kelly of Squirrel Cat Designs. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. So let's get this whole thing started. Tell me a little bit about your company, you know, uh, where it began, your passions for it, just all of it. Uh, well, it began about 20 years ago, um, or 26 years ago now, 2000, yeah. <laughs> whenever, however long that was. <laughs> <laughs> Nerves. Um, <laughs> and actually began a little bit before that. I was a makeup artist, um, cosmetologist and a makeup artist. I worked yeah. for a little place called Glamour Shots that's no longer in existence. And a friend of mine said, you know, asked me to try face painting for her daughter's birthday party. And from there, it just kind of blossomed into Squirrel Cat Designs. Yeah. Um, the name came about, everybody asks how, <laughs> how I got the name Squirrel Cat. I had a cat um, about, uh, how many years ago now? About four or five years ago, we lost her. Mm -hmm. But she used to look out the window and mimic the squirrels. Right. Somehow, she would drape her tail just right over something so that it looked like it was the squirrel tail, too. And she got nicknamed Squirrel Cat. So when I was looking for a business name, the original name that I wanted wasn't available. And my boyfriend suggested, how about Squirrel Cat? <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, I love small businesses, yeah. um, particularly because the names that typically come up in um, you know, how they name things, how they name their products, is very interesting and very unique to the person. And I find that, f like, fascinating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Zoe was a good cat, too, but she, um, her nickname just became Squirrel Cat because the mimicking, so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, <laughs> what type of stuff do you do? I guess it says Squirrel Cat Designs, so, like, what do you uh, do? Uh, primarily face painting, uh, henna. Right. I do balloon twisting, um, about a year into my journey on that one. The henna I've been doing for about four or five years now, um, past three years as a offering with my business. The face painting was what got me started. Okay. I also do temporary tattoos in the form of glitter tattoos and airbrush tattoos. And I do makeup, obviously, Yeah. where I started from. Um, <laughs> And the other side of the designs side of it actually was came about because I also do crafts. I do knitting, I do um, 
one of the things that I've started doing with the henna is I'm taking and putting henna inspired designs onto ornaments, mugs, um, haven't gotten to the t-shirt yet, but that's coming. Yeah. You know, things like that onto little canvases for artwork. That's really cool. Yep. Because I was looking around at a lot of your, uh, way out of frame here. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was looking at some of your, uh. I don't know where I am, so. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. It's just me. I was like way over here. Yeah. Um, and they're really cool. So I, I want to go into henna real quick. Okay. Um, because some people know what it is. Some people don't. So you want to give it a quick, like, what it is? A henna is a, um, henna is a paste. Mm -hmm. It's used, a lot of people think henna, they think Mendi, they think India. Mm. It's actually used worldwide. Yeah. It's been used in all different places. It's become more of a mainstream thing in the U.S. fairly recent in the past few years. It's becoming... One of those things that everybody wants. The only problem... Um, <laughs> um, the biggest thing with henna is it's a natural stain. It stains your skin. Okay. Like a temporary tattoo, is um, an airbrush tattoo or something is going to stay on your skin. And it's only going to last about three, five, three to five days okay. and wash off. Henna will last up to two weeks. It can last a little bit longer. It depends on your skin, how well moisturized you are. I'm actually wearing henna myself right yeah. now. Um, this I did last night. I left the paste on for two and a half hours. This is not a fully developed stain. It will get much darker than this. That's cool. So tomorrow it'll be a little bit darker. It takes about 24 to 48 hours to fully develop. And it's usually, yeah. um, it comes to a dark reddish brown. Yeah. Um, this is just a typical, just a simple design. Yeah. Wanted to do something, you know, so that I had it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also doing henna tomorrow at an event, so. Yeah. That kind of needed something on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How long does it take to do something like that? Uh, this took me about a minute and a half, two minutes. Really? That's yep. it? Yep. It was just oh, a quick cool. little simple thing. I was sitting watching TV and just kind of did it. <laughs> Um, to do a full hand would take a lot longer. Yeah. You know, and to do a more detailed design, this is a fairly simple design. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it, it's a mandala. It, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly simple. There are designs that cover all your all fingers. They cover, you know, up your wrist onto your arm. You can do it on your back. You can do it on, you know, like chest area. Mm -hmm. You can do feet. Um a lot of designs, a lot a lot of people think of henna and they think of India because it's a big thing for their brides. Um, actually, brides and grooms alike. But yeah. mostly the brides will get very, very detailed designs all the way up their arm. Mm -hmm. And they'll get them on their feet and their calves as well. Uh, I haven't gotten in. I'm not quite ready to try that. What, quite feet? that detail yet no. <laughs> um but i have done some full hands i have done some you know some events for um special you know holidays mm -hmm. and things like that so yeah you said it's a, a paste yep it's paste it's i mix my own henna okay um most artists do we either mix it or we buy it from another artist um 
It's henna, it's crushed henna leaves. They're dried. They're crushed into a fine, fine powder. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it gets, you have to sift it again yourself. Um, the paste that I used for this, I actually did not have to. It was that perfect. <laughs> I've never had it come out perfect, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and this was just perfect. Um, I mixed mine with lemon juice and I used lavender essential oil. Okay. Um, I use high quality ingredients. I, that's all that is, all there is is my paste. Yeah. If you get henna from certain places, um, there's some of the some of the stores that will sell what they call henna. It can be very dangerous if it can sit on a store a store shelf for months on end. It's not safe. It contains ingredients that are chemicals. A lot of times they have PPDs, which are the same thing that are in hair dye. Okay. They can cause serious burns. They can cause permanent scarring. A lot of times they'll have different colors as well, like black henna is a big thing that you see on the internet. I highly caution everyone to do some research on it. You know, just do a Google search for black henna and you'll be just astounded and horrified by the results of what that can do to your skin. Hmm. Natural henna, on the other hand, has to be refrigerated if you're not going to use it. I've got actually, in my car, I have frozen henna cones because I'm going, not going to be home tonight. So I'm staying at a hotel and then going to another event. So I had to, had to freeze my cones, (laughs) which I usually freeze. Once I make up a batch of henna, Mm -hmm. I end up making a bigger batch than I need right away. So I freeze it. It can stay frozen up to six months. Sometimes a little bit longer, but six months is definitely a good stopping point. Um, but you keep it frozen, and it stays fresh. You thaw it as you need it, and you keep it refrigerated. If you're not going to use it, or like say I used a cone today for something. Yeah. If I didn't use all of the cone, I'd put it in the refrigerator for, for the night and be able to use it tomorrow. Okay. I can't, if I let it sitting sit out on the table, it would last at maximum three days before it turned into liquid. I pulled a cone out of my refrigerator the other night, was going to use it, and it it had been refrigerated, but it was only in the refrigerator, it wasn't in the freezer. I went, squeezed it, liquid. Hmm. So, it doesn't last, it has a shelf life. Yeah. Um, The stuff that you find at the stores that's just sitting on the shelf and has who knows what in it has a shelf, doesn't have a shelf life because it's got so many chemicals in it yeah. to not only keep it from deteriorating but because it's not it's not natural yeah so hmm. it's interesting and yeah because that's it's, that's pretty cool and it's all the designs so I'm like, oh, i might as well talk about it because <laughs> it's uh <laughs> It's a, it's a pretty cool one. Um, so let's get <laughs> so let's get into the the more the face painting and some of the other things you do. Um, how was that? I can only imagine how a bunch of kids running around and trying to paint their faces <laughs> and like how much of an event that probably turns into. <laughs> um, okay, for face painting, it depends on the event. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, if I do a private party, I usually do I do up. Up to 15 children in an hour. I prefer 
up to 10 because it gives that time for them to each get something individual and then yeah. if they want more more paint they can come get more designs i do faces arms legs uh, a few times i've had kids just you know little boys pull their shirts off and go can you paint something on my chest <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. like you look at the parents, and the parents are like, "Go ahead." <laughs> right. you, know, you know, it washes off, comes yeah. off very easily. Soap and water. You know, some people use baby wipes, some use hand wipes, whatever. You know, I do. I caution against makeup remover because this, while this is high quality, it's a makeup. Um, sometimes there's reactions. It depends on the child. Depends yeah. on your skin. The at a birthday party, a typical birthday party for me with about 10 kids, 10, 15 kids, they usually end up getting something small that we, um, the term is called cheek art. It's generally, a lot of people think cheek art, they think, oh, well, it's a heart or a star or something simple on their cheek. My version of cheek art is like a unicorn. Um, with their mane flowing, and a lot of times I add glitter, I add, you know, a rainbow on their, on their face, things yeah. like that. I step up, step it up every time. It's a work of art, and it's different every time. Yeah. Um. Some birthday parties, the parents are great. They're you know, the kids are all polite. They're all well behaved, and then you get the parties that you never want to go to that house again. <laughs> <laughs> and for other face painters, that's a big issue too. Yeah. Um, you get the unruly, you know, the unruly kids that are they're swiping things out of your case. They're like, you know, oh, this is mine. You know, walk off. And you look, and there's something missing. Yeah. You either have to go hunt it down, or you have to go find the, you know, the parents and say, you know, hey, you know, I need a parent to be watching these kids. Yeah. I've done fairs and festivals by myself where I've been out straight all day long, nonstop, you know, between taking money, getting the kids in and out of the chair yeah. and everything. A lot of times at the fairs, the parents will walk off and leave the kid in line and the kid gets up there and doesn't have any money with them. So then I have to send the kid to go find mom <laughs> or dad or whoever's with them, you know, and say, hey, I'm sorry, but this does cost. You know, some events, I am hired to be there yeah. for free. It yeah, depends. But they, yeah, but, they paid you for it, yeah. Yeah. And you do have the occasional parents that want to go through your kit and see what's there. And, you know, the little kids with the sticky fingers, the boogie faces. And, you know, you just kind of deal with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those I kind of roll with whatever, with whatever I need to roll with. I've been very lucky. I know of other artists that have had their cases, their whole kits ruined by just somebody knocking something over or the oh, kids wow. playing ball. I did one event that there were a couple of kids, there was a chestnut tree that I was near and they were throwing chestnuts at one another. And one of them hit the leg of my chair. And I just looked over and I said, hey guys, I'm like, you gotta take that elsewhere. I said, can't do it here. Yeah. But that's how I am. You know, if a kid does get unruly and they're not listening to me, it's, I go into, I used to be a special needs bus driver, so I go into bus driver <laughs> mode, <laughs> and it's not good. <laughs> when you get me that far, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. It's just 
no. general discipline watcher kids, you know. Gen- yeah. Probably more often than not, it probably doesn't become an issue, I'd hope. <laughs> more often than not, no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you get the, you know, I've had parties where what my, what I usually do is when I set a party up, I make a plan. And it's when I talk to the, you know, I talk to the parent or whoever's setting the party up and I say, okay, it's this many kids, you know, for the first, you know, for this long. They either do an hour and two hours. I usually, I only do full hour increments. I mm-hmm. try not to do half hours just because that ends up having a, just, just does not end up working. Yeah. And my rule is once all of the children have had one, had their first design, if the adults want to jump in, all great. You know, if the kids are done, great. You know, if not, I ask the adults to let the kids go first. Haven't had a problem. There's been a few parties that I've had none of the kids want anything and all of the adults. So sometimes it works out. I do try to do, um, I do try to encourage the adults to get painted as well because it's not just for the children. Yeah. I can do designs tailored more, you know, more mature, like flowers and stuff for women. You know, the the teens kind of get in there and they're like, well, I don't want to be Spider-Man or Batman. That's kind of stupid, you know. Yeah. And they want the more mature designs. They want like eye swirls or things like that. I did an event where one, you know, the guys, all the, all the guys, all the fathers were getting Full face designs. They either wanted, you know, they wanted superheroes. Yeah. Some of them wanted, you know, sports logos, things like that. It's very cool. Yep. So it depends. It really depends. It's one of those hit or miss things on who's going to enjoy what. Yeah. <laughs> the most. Yeah, it's very funny. Now, do you ever, are all of your events generally with uh, four kids or do you do events like bachelorette parties or anything like that? You kind of like... Oh. Alpha the norm? Yeah, I do. I haven't, have not booked any yet. Yeah. But one of the things that I am working towards, um, I'm actually going to be doing a brew fest. Okay. Which will be my first, first time cool, doing yeah. that. I'll be doing henna and I'll be doing what's called festival glitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically the glitter, this kind of glitter. Yeah. And it's, you use it on eyes or whatever, but it's just basically a, just a brightly colored glitter. Yeah. I don't know if I'm in the camera or not. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can yeah. see that, yeah. And you do, you know, you can do however thick or thin that you want to do it. And it's usually around the eyes. Yeah. You can do it in the parts of the hair. <laughs> the women, cool. you know. Yeah, I've seen that a lot on women, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the guys with beards glitter their beards and they're like, you know. Yeah, I've seen that too. But, <laughs> yep, yeah, I've done... Um, I did a pregnancy belly, um, did painting for her. We were supposed to come, she was supposed to come back the next week. We were going to schedule to do henna, to do a henna blessing on her. Mm-hmm. And baby had other plans. Oh, that's, that's too funny. <laughs> the day we were planning on doing it, I got, got a Facebook text going, you know, with the announcement of the birth. Yeah. So. They go, oh, well, I yep. missed our chance there. Yep. I've. <laughs> At least, at least she didn't go in, into labor with me. 
Oh, that, that'd be even I know better. Of, <laughs> I know of other artists who have had that happen. Yeah. So, and I'll do, you know, I'll do bridal pa- bridal showers. I'll do, I actually did baby shower for someone. Yeah. Um, she hired me to come do face painting. And all of the, the adults and the kids all loved it. It was, you know, baby shower for like a hundred some odd people. Yeah. She was expecting 80 kids and I may have done 40. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, but I did about 20 adults as well. So yeah. it, it evened out a little bit. You know, she was having fun. She was, you know, they were all having fun. Yeah. You know, I've done, what else have I done? One of the one of the things I would love to do would be to do a, you know, like a bridal party or um, like a bachelorette party or yeah. things like that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, with the, <laughs> you know, henna or, you know, the glitter or the face painting, things like, you know, fun things. Yeah. Because they, it is for the adults as well. It's not just for the kids. Yeah. And trying to get that out, that word out, that it's not just for the children, is hard, especially when the majority of your events are are kids. So, yeah. yeah. I can definitely see that. And you just need to kind of present it to them that way, that, you know, it's not just for children. But that's pretty cool, though. I like that brew fest. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you, if naming where it is is okay or not. So oh, I can do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, it's the Manchester Brewfest. Okay. Yep. So. That'd be cool. I think what day it is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. It's coming up. It's like another month or so. Nice. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I know there's a, man, that'd be a lot of fun too. I'll check it out. Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> I like learning about these things because then I just get to go do them. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. So we're going to take a quick minute here, uh, go into a commercial break, so everyone's hold tight. As many of you know, I do not charge my guests to come on the show, but I will accept donations and books. <laughs> so uh, my entrepreneur library is growing. I currently have, I don't know, like 30 books over there. So I, what I, typically happens is someone will come in, they'll bring me a book that's influenced their lives, either the one they've written themselves or one that has really benefited them um i have them sign the inside of it and then they're up there for that when other people want to come in and read i have a huge selection of books there for them so jump on in uh share with the community and uh make this whole place better how was it switching how was it turning this into a full-time job because a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people i meet they love their passion. <laughs> so like either face painting or, um, you know, creating jewelry or something like that, but actually taking the step to create a business out of it usually catches them off guard because of accounting and all these things. How was that step for you? Um, that step is still a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually am in the process of switching over from my hit or miss accounting that I was doing to QuickBooks and okay. a friend of mine that I do part-time work for as well, mm-hmm. um, for her and her husband that have, they have a company and she does accounting as well. So she's That's kind good. of my accountant now Yeah. and we're having some hiccups on that one, <laughs> especially trying to get it done so I can get my taxes done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I I use Square primarily to take payments and everything at events. Right. So that helps me keep track yeah. because I can use it like a regular register and keep track of not only credit card payments, but also cash payments, which helps. I can send invoices through it, which helps keep track of anyone that wants to pay through credit card for their retainer fee or for their their event completely. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's checks though, you know, checks or cash. And that's the hard part is keeping track of the cash yeah. for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. The, I guess as far as time management goes, <laughs> I can see that probably getting a little crazy. Um, Do you have anything that you specifically use to kind of manage your time and your schedule and all that? No, that's one of, that's another (laughs) thing that I've been working on. I did go to a convention in February that one of the classes was a business class on working towards getting time management, you know, keeping track of how many hours you're actually working on your business Mm. because between emails and, you know, searching for events or chasing the leads, things like that. Yeah. I probably spend a good 80 hours a week on that alone. Yeah. So, yeah, the time management, working on it. But days of events, <laughs> you know, when it comes to an event, you know, I, when I'm scheduled, I know I'm scheduled. I'm there at the latest 15 minutes before I need to be there mm-hmm. so I can get set up and be ready to go on time. Yeah. Um, the bigger events, I have a fall festival, um, a summer festival coming up that I've done a couple years in a row now. And I'll be there. Well, this year's my time management is going to be a little bit trickier because I'm doing balloon twisting that morning mm-hmm. and the event starts at 10. I'm doing balloon twisting till 10. <laughs> I have another artist helping me at this. And I've also got someone that um, hopefully he'll be on board to help her set that set everything up. So that yeah. all I have to do is show up, open my case up, and be ready to go. Yeah. Usually time management, I'm there an hour to two hours beforehand yeah. when I have to set up my, my tent and everything else. Just so that I have everything set. Yeah. And ready to go and can take a breath before the crowds. <laughs> Generally. Sometimes they're already lined up. <laughs> yeah. So. That's too funny. Because I, I totally get you on this one. Yep. Like, my worst part of my business, <laughs> besides accounting. You know, yep. Well, let me get into that. But it's, <laughs> I get so many businesses that will, like, reach out. Hey, I want to be on the show. And I'm like, awesome. I'm gonna, I'll reach out to you tomorrow. You know, and then just... But because so many more people have come in since then, yep, that I'll be yep. going through my email and I'm like, oh man, someone like two weeks ago said they wanted to come on the show, and I'm like, whew, okay. <laughs> so, and working, that reminds me, <clears throat> working through that is kind of fun. Yep, that <laughs> that just reminded me. I promised a photographer acquaintance of mine that I would get back to him, but <laughs> he's got some time management issues of his own, so yeah, I'm not I, I so think, worried about it. <laughs> I think I think entrepreneurs get it, yeah. you know, because it gets kind of it get, it get a little bit nuts, you know. But yeah, still try yeah. our best. <laughs> yeah, like today I'm here for this, mm-hmm. and then I've headed to Nashua to the Hilton for the New Hampshire Fashion Week. I'm one of the makeup artists for that. Nice. This is my second year doing that. Yeah. So, it's going to be a busy weekend. It's pretty cool. And I screwed up last weekend because I showed up in Nashua, at the Radisson, which is where it was last year. Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, no, we have no record of this event going on this year. (laughs) (laughs) I got the dates mixed up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So. I did did that with uh, the social media summit in Manchester. I I showed up at the Radisson looking around. I'm like, I don't don't see anything. Oh, no. It was in the right place. It was a month early. (laughs) (laughs) I was only a week early. I feel better. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I know the pain. Yeah. I'm only spinning everywhere. (laughs) I know the pain. (laughs) Oh, it's too funny. Um, yeah, I'd, I was like, man, I got up for nothing. Like, it's yep. crazy throughout my day entirely. Um, yeah, that I left. <laughs> I took a day off from my part-time job when they could have could have used me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for nothing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it's too funny. So I forgot to ask this earlier. Oh. Um, where are you located, and where are you kind of branch your services, like kind of area? Oh. Yeah, I'm located out of Exeter, New Hampshire. Okay. Um, I service the general, all of New Hampshire. I usually, within an hour travel from Exeter, New Hampshire, okay. I will, I don't charge um, travel fee. Anything outside of that, I do tra- charge a travel fee, but it's very reasonable. I've gone as far north. I've gone up to Bangor, Maine. I've gone, I'm going out to, oh, where is it in Vermont? This is an event in Vermont that I just got booked for. It's about three hours drive for me. Yeah. So, you know, I don't mind traveling if people don't mind paying a travel fee. Yeah. And I'm happy to go wherever they want me to go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Because I know a lot of a lot of contractors are not like that. Like, the minute they're en route, you're getting charged for that. Oh, yeah. So, I just, oh, yeah, I get that. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, no, I, I try to be reasonable. Yeah. I've got one company that I've done some contract work for, and I got booked to go do second year in a row at a college up in Maine, nice. and it's about a three-hour drive. But yeah. they were they requested me back in November yeah. for August. <laughs> so, yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's good to see that, like, they want you to come even, you know, they could probably find someone closer, but they're like, no, we want you and pull you in. Like, That's um, pretty good. They might be able to find somebody closer. They're a little bit way, little ways out there, so yeah. and there aren't many artists up that area. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but because they booked through the other entertainment ag- um, agency, yeah. Last year they did ask me. They're like, you know, can we get your your information so we can just book you. And I'm one of those that, integrity, you know, I'm hired to do this event through yeah. this agency. You need to go back through that agency in order to get in touch with me. Yeah. 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 And they did. So. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's good to know that I made that kind of an impression. So. Yeah. yeah. And probably a good impression because, you know, I, yeah. like I said, I get it. You could probably make oh, yeah. more money if you cut out the agencies and stuff, but. Um, no, I get what I get really? through this agency. They pay me what I, you know, what my normal fee that. is, but it would cost the the college less because okay, they wouldn't yeah. have that extra fee. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'd be looking at, like, charging them the normal, then the fee, and like, yeah, that's what I cost. Yeah. <laughs> they just pull a little more out of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, they... Yeah, well, they didn't pay my travel fee last year because 
I didn't realize how far up it was and I didn't ask for it <laughs> yeah. until they'd already booked it. Yeah. So they're sure I asked for it and they're like, yeah, no problem. So, cool. Yeah. Always uh, good. <laughs> I'm just going to yawning there. Okay. So people want to reach out. They want to get a hold of you, see what you do. Yeah. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, I am on Facebook under Squirrel Cat Designs. And you can reach me at info at squirrelcatdesigns.com. My website is squirrel is www.squirrelcatdesigns.com. And my phone number is 603-793-9408. So I'm reachable through all of that. You can text me on the phone. Just make, make a note of who you are, why you're calling, you know, otherwise I'm going to look at a text, you know, and go, okay, is this someone serious or is this someone scamming? There have been scammers out there that have texted me and <laughs> I will play around with them. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, cool. So thank you all so much for watching. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. It's been a lot of fun. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, they, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. And uh, we're going to do a quick word from our sponsors. And then I will see you next time. Take a moment to look over your website. If you're not happy with it, head over to nhbusinessshow.com slash zimventures to see what Rob can do for you to make you actually happy with your website. Because your website's a reflection of your business. And if you're not happy with it, your customers aren't going to be happy with it.